What's poppin' people? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Authentically Iconic Podcast. This is officially episode 36, coming at you back at it again <laughs> with another iconic guest. Um, and today, my guest is my friend Mariana, which I met a year ago now at this point. Um, and I'm going to just go ahead and, I mean, I kind of already introduced her, but she's going to go ahead and introduce herself. Today, we're going to be talking about a very, very important topic that resonates with both of us. And hopefully whoever listens to this can resonate. And if you don't resonate, at least you'll leave this podcast with some knowledge because shit is real out here. Um, so yeah, we're going to be speaking on basically just like our journey as daughters of immigrants. Um, both of Mariana's parents are immigrants and then both of my parents are immigrants as well. Um, and we just want to talk about like that experience and, and the weight that that holds, the weight that that holds and, um, yeah, just like our daily life and our daily hustle and things like that. So, and of course, like all her ad names and everything like that will be down below for you guys to connect with her. Um, but yeah. Um, just go ahead and introduce yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Mariana, I'm from Mexico, Michoacan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When uh, did you come to America? Like, when uh, did you guys move? I was eight years old. Um, Do you know I, what year? Yeah, I came here when I was a four, in fourth grade. So, no, I'm saying oh. like the year, though. Oh, Do you know? like 2003, I believe. Oh, I came 2002. Yeah. I, I don't think I ever asked you that. Um, yeah, so kind of tell them about that journey. Who came here first? Because sometimes, like within immigrant families usually like either the mom or the dad leaves first and then it's kind of like you gradually bring your family so just give them a little background of like you know your family your brothers your sisters like just just your background okay well my family um my dad actually he's the um, first one that Mm -hmm. came to the united states um he started working in the fields to san diego no, not or... to San Diego, to San Francisco. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, he started working over there, um, just working in the fields for years. Um, mm-hmm. And then my little brother, um, my sister, and my mom were all from Michoacan. Um, mm-hmm. So we stayed over there. like Super beautiful, Michoacan. Yeah, I love Michoacan. Dude, the food is so bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so then you were born over there, though? Yes. Okay, because I was born in Minnesota, too. But... Then I, I moved to America when I was six. So, mm-hmm. um, and I don't really, a lot of people are like, oh, do you remember, like, do you remember Mexico? Like, tough? Honestly, not, that not much. much. Yeah, I mean, I remember because, like, like Venezuela, because I went back, like, you know what I mean? Like, 2007, 2008, like, that's why I remember it. Like, I know what it is and everything like that. But when I was, like, five, I don't, I mean, I don't really remember much. My sister was nine when we moved to America. So she remembers so much more and... How was that transition for you, like, when you moved to America and stuff? Because it, it's hard, bro. Yeah, like, it was hard. It was crazy. It's like a whole new world to you. You, you came know? You came yeah. to America at, like, uh, you said eight years old? Yeah. So then you just learned English off of that. That means you're in fourth grade. Right. Yeah. And I remember, um, like, asking a bunch of um, girls that seemed like they were Mexican. Like, I would, mm-hmm. I would ask them, do you speak Spanish? Like, you know, I'm trying to be your friend. <laughs> But it would be tough because a lot of them didn't want to speak Spanish, even though you can tell. They're kind of like stuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I really can't stand when people are like you, you can tell that they're like, you know, they're either Latino or, you know what I mean? Like they have ethnic background and you're sitting there like talking to them in Spanish and and it's almost like insulting. Exactly. And I'm like, how is it insulting to like, I don't know my, I don't know about your family, but like Mm -hmm. my family and my, my mom specifically, 
they always told me I can't forget where I come from. No. Like, and if you forget where you come from, I feel like you don't really like you're not humble. No, like I don't care what you say, you know, because it's like I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's people look at it as a bad thing, right? Yeah. And, and I think a lot of like people that immigrate, you know, or migrate to other countries, like you're looked down upon. But it's like, I don't think people understand how fucking hard we work, dude, how hard our parents work, how hard they work to bring us, how like hard, you know, it, it is, is to, to start all over, dude. Like, I remember coming here and having to sleep on the floor with no bed or anything. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. No, my dad, he he came first and then he brought me my sister and my mom later, but he was back and forth, dude. I just remember in my childhood he was like he would come to America like and stay out here for like months, like fucking 5 months and then go back to Venezuela and then come back. You know what I mean? So he was always like hustling to bring us yeah. over here, but I didn't live, I mean, I lived a really humble life growing up, you know what I mean? Like I didn't I didn't grow up in the best neighborhood and things like that, but like my parents were always like you know pendiente like they were always super like aware of of where they were at and trying to make sure that we were making the best decisions without even knowing because you're like coming to a country like people don't understand that it's like you're saying like it's like you're starting from square one like there's you don't know shit about shit it's a totally new world but the biggest reason what is the biggest reason that you think like your family moved out here I'm sure it's the same as mine. Yeah, just to have a better life um, and, like, make more money. You know, it's harder out there in Mexico. Like, you don't really um, have opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like my parents, um, my dad came over here and brought us to, uh, like, give us more opportunities and, like, have a better future. Right. So do you think that a lot of people feel like you should be kind of, like, ashamed for like being an immigrant, quote unquote, because I feel like it has such a like negative connotation. I don't think you're like that. I don't think that you're a person just off of knowing you, how long I've known you. Like you're not a person that's like ashamed of your journey. Oh no. And and I think like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I think a lot of people are like that. Like, dude, I'm proud as fuck to be Mexican. Like it made me who I am. You know, the struggle makes you who you are. Build mm-hmm. me up. That's why I'm. I work hard for my shit, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure you do too, dude. I well, see you. I see you. Well, and that's the thing, though. Like, let's talk about it because it's yeah. like people don't understand, like, like the pressure. Like, yeah. what is the biggest pressure that you feel as a daughter of of two immigrants? Like, because, and, and I'll go. I'll share after you because I really want to know. Like, what yeah. what is your biggest like? If someone, I mean, whoever is listening to this that it does is not aware of the immigrant struggle like it's like what is one thing that you carry with yourself every single day um you know yeah well everything like every time i'm working i do uh think of my dad and how hard he worked to bring us over here so like that's on my mind all the time you know like i gotta work hard and um kind of pay them back too in a way you know girl that's exactly how i feel too because like i for me it's like when it comes when i when i look like i could show you well no i already packed it but Mm -hmm. um i had i have a picture one of my favorite pictures of my mom and my dad my my mom was actually pregnant with me in the picture and it's in venezuela and stuff but like I carry these pictures with me everywhere I go and I just look at it and I'm like, that's my purpose. Like my purpose, and it, it's, it's a lot of yeah, pressure. And is. I don't think that people understand because like 
I mean, I've said this a thousand times, like people probably think I'm an idiot for like going for, you know, or being like, damn, this bitch is hella extra for like chasing her dreams or like doing this or doing that. You know, like some people think that way. I'm yeah. not saying everybody, but I, I, a lot of people look at you and they'll think that, but then they don't understand your roots. They don't understand why you go so hard. Like I have the work ethic that I have, bro. That shit is not free. Like I have the work ethic that I have because my parents instilled that shit in me. And yeah. I saw them hustle my entire life. Exactly. Dude, like I was like, I can remember being like seven years old and like driving with my dad. And like, you know, San Diego is a pretty nice place to live. And like you see people with a lot of money, like people don't understand how much money is out here. And like I would see grow I grew up seeing like, you know, Range Rovers and and Mercedes wagons and you know what I mean? Like all Lamborghinis, all these cars that you're just like, damn, like you have to have hella money to have those cars. And my dad would just tell me, like, anything is possible, like you just have to work hard. That's what he would always tell me, you know? So it's like people don't understand the sacrifices that our parents make and anybody, dude, like whoever made the sacrifice to move over here and and it's so selfless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, you're going out of your fucking way and leaving everything that you know just to go somewhere to hopefully have a better future for your kids. Like like my parents, the fact that both of their daughters have degrees and stuff, like dude, my parents, that's like their biggest like honor because yeah. that's their there yeah, it's like theirs it's you know hard as fuck to get papers too nowadays oh I mean, yeah like, oh so my god expensive. let's talk about it thank you so much for saying that how did we even we didn't even say that shit mm -hmm. because that's the other thing dude i didn't we didn't me and my family we didn't get a green card like green card yeah till like 2007 bro we moved to america in 2002 that's like, and those were the scariest years of my life. You know oh, yeah. why? You do know why. Because you, I don't know where you lived if they did random checkpoints, bro. But they would do those. Like where we lived. And it was, it was, I can't explain to you how scary it was to, to see my parents fear. Yeah. Because you feel that. You know what I'm saying? And, and how, like, the process is so complex. I don't even think, like, this podcast would even be, like, enough for us to be able to like condense it down for people to understand right. like that is how complex it is because i remember having to go to fucking courthouses yeah, i remember speaking with lawyers like i remember all these things and obviously i was really little but like i'm so fucking grateful because the only reason that i got citizenship was because i was their daughter you know yeah. like and you get it passed down to you immediately just because you're underage or whatever but if you're not, like, that shit is a struggle to get it. Like, people laugh all the time, like, oh, like, oh, people get married. Oh, get married with someone, you know, because they need papers and stuff. But it's like, dude, that shit is real. Or, bro, when they say um, they shouldn't even come here illegally, but they don't understand how hard it is. Like, like bro, what what, what more do you... And first of all, like, debate, that was the biggest debate, which I was so annoyed when, like, Donald Trump was running and stuff, that people were like, oh, immigrants take our jobs. Bitch, who the fuck is scrubbing a toilet? You you want to see one of these gringas scrubbing <laughs> a fucking toilet for yeah. for less than minimum wage? Because because that's what that's what it, the price it costs to come over here. Oh yeah. Like I've known people that had um you know uh their moms that were you know that clean houses for a living and they're getting paid because they're getting paid under the table. People don't get that. 
You know, it's like you're not getting paid a, a wage and you're not getting, you know, benefits yeah. and, and whatever the fuck. that different too, dude. Like people just make you feel like shit. Yeah. You're you're like the bottom barrel of, yeah. of humans. Like, it, and, and even the concept, I fucking hate the word illegal. How is a human illegal, bro? How? Yeah. How is a human illegal? You know what I'm saying? And, and the other thing too, the ignorance. The ignorance when it comes to like, um, like accents and shit. That shit pisses me off, bro. Like, I, I feel like it's because, I don't know, do your parents both speak, like, English, like, muscle minnows or, like, what? Uh, Burly, dude. Really? Yeah, so, like, when I got to help them with customer service and all that, it's always me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, dude, that, let's talk about that shit, too, because I remember being, like, really, really young, and my parents would literally make me, like, translate, like, documents, yeah. like, legal documents for them and shit, yeah. like, and, and I just had, to, I didn't even know those big words. Like, I just had to, like, Google translate it and explain it to them the best that I can. But it, people don't understand that the language barrier is so, like, it's so scary. And it also makes them feel so dumb. It, yeah. it, I'm talking just about, like, our parents. Because I don't know in your experience, like, what if your parents have ever told you. But, like, my dad, for example, his whole, he's an entrepreneur. And, like, his whole, he does an embroidery business. And so he would do like, um, he still does like uh, work for like taco shops. And I was, when I was a kid, I was always like, oh, like my dad just knows all the taco shops. Like he knows everybody um, in San Diego, like, you know, that owns taco shops. But I didn't realize that it was easier for him because taco shops speak Spanish. So it was like he built his clientele off of, you know, just Spanish speaking clients because that's how he was going to be able to thrive. Yeah. You know, so it's like people don't understand like, the how scary it is to like also confront because i don't know what age your parents came here but my parents came here when they were 35 like 35 years old bro that that's literally like your entire life lived in another country 35 like it's different like i've met people that like their parents moved over here when they were 18 and they understand like american culture way different and they like they like assimilate to the culture differently and then their kids also understand it differently but like i feel like when you come in your 30s it's like yo like that shit is like how can you learn a whole language at that age like that's so hard Hard, yeah so i don't know what age do you know what age your parents came here i think they were around 30s in their 30s too to, yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's definitely like i feel like the biggest my biggest pet peeve and like i would literally it triggers the fuck out of me bro and you know a vocal bitch like me is gonna say some shit because it, it makes me oh, so yeah. mad dude like how are you gonna act because they try to belittle like my mom or like they try yeah, to be and that's when you gotta stand up for like, them, you know and they don't even be knowing that's the sad yeah. part sometimes they don't even know because like they're they don't understand the language fluently they don't i mean my parents they understand english but they don't understand slang Mm-hmm. which is like english english yeah. you know what i mean so it's like someone can say like even for the longest even my parents were confused with the bad words like what what it means and how you know like yeah. what it actually the context because people don't understand that english is a hard-ass language to understand because you can say a million things in five different ways in english and in spanish it's just one way mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. so it, it's like i feel like that's another thing that they struggled with but i don't know i i feel like the biggest issue with the whole like immigration like process is not only like how the media like portrays us and like our families and everything 
But then they also, have you noticed that it's, like, all, it's only Latinos. Yeah. Like, it's only Latinos that, like, migrate. Because, like, even, um, even, like, when they said that they started checking people, like, at checkpoints, like, how can you tell someone is, quote, unquote, illegal by looking at them? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fucked up. Exactly. It's, like, mad, like, racial, like, discrimination. It's, like, just discrimination. You're discriminating against somebody. Nine times out of ten, it's Latino that they're stopping. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they're not going to stop a gringo, but he can be from United Kingdom and not from America. But, like, that's an immigrant, too. You know, Im- they come from India. They come from fucking, from the Middle East, from from Italy. You name it. You know, it's like there's immigrants from everywhere in this. That's what this country is, you know? So it really pisses me off when people try to make it seem like it's only, like, Latinos that um, are immigrants. Like, yeah, no. Like, there's immigrants from every single ethnic background, you know? So... Yeah, what is one of the misconceptions that you think, like, the world has about, like, immigrant people or just, like, immigrant families? Like, something that they got wrong, I guess. Um, well, I want to say um, the, like, illegal part. Mm-hmm. You know, like nobody's illegal here. Um, mm-hmm. We do come over here to chase our dreams. And we actually sometimes work harder than you know, the average my dad yeah. was the same he was the only one working mm-hmm. um, my mom was sick um my little brother was like what 10 years old and my sister um she's she, older than you yeah she's older than me but she wasn't working she mm-hmm. just she was depressed mm-hmm. um so like what we had to do was um, my dad couldn't pay the rent anymore and then we had to go to um tj with my aunt Right. Um, thinking it was going to be helpful, you know? And so we ended up going over there. Um, my aunt was cool at first, but like, do realize that like even family will switch up on you. Like, dude, yeah. Have you, I just have a question. Cause you just reminded me. Yeah. Um, so growing up, did you ever have a conversation with people, let's say at school, like if they asked you like, Oh, like, do you have papers and stuff like that? Cause like, at one point, I remember, like, that they would kind of, kids or just this one kid that I met and stuff, like, um, they were, like, they would bully me, and then they would tell me, like, oh, we're going to call ice on you, like, stuff like that. Did you ever deal with anything like that? I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, like, thankfully that I remember I didn't um, deal with any of that, but I do, like, remember not having money in school, you know, like, mm-hmm. not having a cell phone, like, having mm-hmm. to... Um, ask my friend for her phone just to call my parents or little things like that you know but Mm -hmm. I I don't remember like people um asking me about eyes because I'm light-skinned and people would oh yeah you're what would they call white yeah so some people would think that I was actually from here but I remember you telling me that you worked at some restaurant right and then that like people would um literally talk to you in English only and you're like dude I literally speak Spanish exactly and they would be like how do you speak Spanish like you're white so that how was that experience too like oh dude I I worked at a golf course too you Mm -hmm. know and it's a bunch of just like really bougie yeah yeah, bougie people 
Um, and they would ask me like, where are you from? Um, you're not Mexican, right? And I would be like, hell yeah, I am Mexican. They, I always, Mexican. they always ask yeah. us where we're from. Like, yeah. it's like, dude, where the fuck are you from? Because exactly. you're also an immigrant. Like exactly. your, your ancestors are immigrants too. And they also colonized everybody too. So like, <laughs> where the fuck are you from? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, they do ancestry and all of a sudden they're from Ireland, Italy, you name it. You know, mm -hmm. but but for us, it's like the, the moment they see an inch of like, you know, different features or like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where are you from? Where exactly. are you from? They always want to know like and where then, we're from. And then they will try to like, like, tell me America. I'm not from Mexico. You know, they'll be like, you're not Mexican, huh? And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Like, I just told you I'm Mexican as fuck and I love being Mexican, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm I, just proud of my roots. I don't care. You have to be, dude, yeah. because at the end of the day, that's what's going to take you far. And I feel like, again, like back to the main thing that I was saying at the beginning, like people don't understand the weight that we carry with our, ourselves every single day. Like people just look at it from the outside looking in like, oh, this girl works really hard. Because if I didn't know you yeah. and I just casually knew you, I'd be like, oh, that girl works really, really hard. But I also wouldn't know that you pay for half of your parents' bills. You know what I'm saying? That like you sustain yourself, that you worked from the time you were even able to work you know and, and the lowest of the lowest and you know the hardest of the hardest the struggle made me you know it made yeah. you too who you well, are a hard ass um working independent lady yes and you and you are too dude and that's what i'm saying like i feel like um the biggest weight that i carry is is like you said earlier like making sure that my parents know that their sacrifices were fucking worth it yeah because that's the biggest thing and you mentioned that like a couple minutes ago how a lot of people take this shit for granted dude yeah and i don't know if you've ever had the experience obviously you've lived in a third world country so you understand like dude you've had the experience of like having to take a shower outside because the water goes off have you ever had to do that oh, yeah. see what i'm saying like people don't get that in america it's like what like and it really irritates me because i i think and, and i let this go a long time ago because i was like okay dude not not everybody's gonna understand me because not everyone has my experience mm -hmm. you know like not everyone came from a third world country so they're not gonna get it but like just off of me like visiting venezuela after i was grown as fuck too like i was like 14 15 when i went back dude that shit humbled the fuck out of me like when i tell you i came back to america and i was turning on the water like thanking god like when i was turning it's on the crazy. water and yeah not only that but it, it, it's normal over there because that's all they have like you're lucky if you have water first of all because the water goes in and out dude like in in venezuela i don't know how it is in michoacan like the weather but in Venezuela, it's like mad tropical. It's like Miami, like humid and hot and fucking mosquitoes everywhere, you know, like, and it's raining, but it's hot at the same time. So you're constantly sweating. You're constantly feeling like super sweaty, like you want to take a shower, but it's like, like I did ask take like over three showers in a day over there because you're so hot that the shower is the only thing that like makes you feel better, you know? And that's why no one really minds taking cold showers because it's so hot. They're used to it. Right. But then in America, if you think about it, we have the privilege because it can be hot as fuck. It's hot as fuck right now. It is. And, and I promise you, if you were to go take a shower right now, you'd most likely take a hot shower. 
do. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> we have the yeah. option. Like, we have the option to do that. And, and people don't even think no. about that shit. And we have everything here, dude. And people Talk about it, complain. Mariana. Talk about it. Talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, like, they about don't know the what it's shit. Like. Yeah. They don't but. know what it's like to be in another country, like, not having food, not having hot water, you know, like... Not even, like, not being able to, like, afford the oh, fucking anything, no. dude. Like, it's so... It's such a privilege. It's a, it's the biggest... For me, it was the water, dude, because my, <laughs> grand, my grandma... Look how cute my grandma yeah. is. My mom's mom. We and went I to do. her house. We went to her house, and I was, like, taking... Um, I wanted to take a hot shower. Yeah. And this is me coming from the perspective of, like, bitch, I'm basically American because I grew up in America. I moved here when I was six. That's why I don't have an accent because I yeah. learned English when I was, like, five or six, you know? So... It's like, and a lot of people also they question me for that too. They're like, "Oh, why don't you have an accent, bitch?" I was six. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't have an accent either. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, but I remember like I asked my grandma, or I was like, "Oh, cause it was I opened it and it was mad cold," and I'm like, "Dude, I'm not taking a shower in this cold ass water." And my mom didn't tell me, my dad didn't tell me, no one told me. And my grandma comes out. She's like, I was like, I want hot water inside. And she's like, okay, un momento. And then she goes and boils, boils water. Yeah. Boils the water and then gives it to me in like a tub. And I was like, bro, what? Yeah. And she's like, this is the water. And I'm like, what? And then sometimes like the toilet, because the when the people don't understand how how essential water is and electricity, it's essential to have a good life because or a, a, at least a, a healthy one, because it's like water runs to the toilet, to your shower, to the sink, um, the electricity for your, the kitchen, for everything else, the lights in your house. So it's like you need those two things. And those two things are is like uh, it's almost like um, what's it called? A privilege in other countries because like in mexico it, it leaves whenever sometimes they, the water you'll be chilling and you're about to take a shower and then whoop, it goes away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I've experienced that. Or sometimes you're chilling, you're about to take a shower, or you're I don't know, you're sitting in a room and then everything the turns lights, off. Yeah. The lights turn off. And you're like, what the fuck? And my and everyone over there, it's so they're so humble. So fucking humble. Like people are like, oh, get the candles. Like, yeah. The fuck, yeah. dude? And it'd be hot as fuck. Like, oh, in Venezuela, you need like AC everywhere because it's so hot. And so like obviously when the electricity goes out, nothing works. So you're like sitting there in the heat, in the dark, with not not being able to do shit. So yeah. it, people don't people do don't. not understand that shit, dude. And, and I like I think that's why I identified with you so much when I met you because I was like, oh my god, like you're a daughter of immigrants. You literally moved to America at a young age. You understand like the work ethic, bro, because you work so hard. You don't take a day off, Mariana, literally. And the days that you do take a day off, it's either because you're sick and, like, you actually can't or you're sick. Because other than that, you're at work, dude. I don't know anybody that works as hard as you. Literally. I appreciate it. Oh, on the same level. We work work hard on the same level. But you're you're just next level with, like you know working extra hours if you need to and and it's so innate but it's like you said earlier it's like people don't understand why you go so hard and people will never understand because your struggle is what kind of like shaped you you know yeah. to to be the hard working woman that you are today so i never forget your reason 
you know? Yeah. And, and I, what, how, what's something that you would want to tell like people in general, like what, when they're, when they're thinking about immigrants or like uh, shifting their mindset and their opinions on immigrants, because this fucking country is immigrants. Like that's what this country is, you know? Yeah. So what is one thing that you would tell somebody that's ignorant on this topic? Um, like each culture will mm-hmm. have its Karens, you know, like mm-hmm. not everyone's perfect. Um, but us, um, our culture, like mm-hmm. Mexicans, we do work really hard. Um, and we'll take the hardest jobs out there, um, just to keep this, um, like United States going, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, to bring food to the table. It's just, yeah. Um, we're not that bad. <laughs> no, and, we're and cool. only that, but I, I just think that people need to stop, like, thinking that we come here to Take do damage. Their jobs. Yeah, yeah, to do damage or, you know what I mean? Like, we're here yeah. to just, it's like, dude, we're regular-ass people with families that just want to have more opportunities. Like, you know, in the long run, when we're married and we have kids and stuff, it's like, dude, our kids are going to understand that struggle. You know, maybe we're going to, not maybe, we will probably be in like a better space, you know, financially because of how hard we work. But, you know, it's like people don't understand, for example, and I'm sure that, you know, people that are from America also think about this, but I think it hits different when you don't have like generational wealth, you Mm -hmm. know, because I don't have generational wealth. Exactly. So it's like when you don't have generational wealth, that means that like your parents, when they get older, who's going to take care of them? Yeah, bro. And I grew up with like no family around here. You know, all Mm -hmm. my families, either Michoacan Mm -hmm. or San Francisco. And so like during the holidays, we're just by ourselves. And like Mm -hmm. um, when I was growing up, we would never have like um, during Thanksgiving, we would never have like a nice turkey or, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of food. So now that I'm grown and like holidays happen, I go all out now. I don't know yeah. anyone that loves Halloween as much as you. I know, right? You love Halloween. I love Halloween yeah. too. But she does amazing Halloween makeup. That shit is takes it takes comes through. that shit. That shit takes um, talent, bro. Um, what was I gonna tell you too? Um, I had another question. Um, what was something that you can remember from your childhood? that like your parents had to because they sacrificed a lot and i want to emphasize that like people like our parents sacrificed everything to come over here um for example like my my mom her literally we came here in 2002 her dad died in 2004 That's so sad. and we and i told you we didn't have a green card till 2007 no. so my mom couldn't go no. like visit her dad or anything like that dude and he died like she That's couldn't so go to her. Sad. It was it was a really interesting experience being a child and seeing my mom go through that because I was like eight. So that's what I'm saying. Like, did you have anything like that that you saw like your parents kind of like experience outside of their country that they couldn't really like be there or? Um. Not really. No, not really, dude. Yeah, I didn't have like anything crazy that yeah know, sad like that no for like my dad his dad passed away in like 2016 and then he was able to see him but my my mom's dad like died super it was it was abrupt you know and then she couldn't she couldn't go mm-hmm. so it, it's just like so many things that i i see that my parents had to go through when mm-hmm. while they were here and raising us in, in a foreign country basically right well the only struggle that i did see um growing up was when my mom was pregnant um, for my little brother. 
and my dad wasn't with us you know so um, yes she would always that's a lot dude yeah and um my dad couldn't come like every month it was just like twice a year you know mm -hmm. yeah. twice a year yeah no my my dad he told me um he told me that the biggest the biggest thing that he would like lie to us because yeah. i think i had told you about like how he was like oh yeah i have my own apartment but really it was he was like oh yeah i have my own fridge in my room and it was really that he slept oh, oh i remember you telling me yeah that. dude but it's like shit like that like i just i just i'm always so grateful that they made a decision to move over here because like for one obviously both of us don't come from good places like it's a we're beautiful beautiful ass countries and beautiful ass cultures and bomb food all of that and bomb music all of it but it, it's like to live there nah it's so hard dude. it is dude you barely make it for the rent literally literally bro Honestly, and i feel like also like in mexico and in, in minnesota it's very social like social like um Todo is like uh, I want to say like social rank, you know, like there's a hierarchy. Okay. It's like because there's there's in Mexico there's some rich ass people, and, and in Venezuela the, too. The yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard that. But like no, it for real though. Like there's so many there's hierarchies. You know what I mean? And I noticed that too because there's people that do have access to a lot of shit. Yeah, and they're living lavish, but ninety nine percent of the people are not living lavish, dude, and can barely like have a, a a steady living for themselves, you know. So I don't know. I feel like um at the end of the day, I'm every single day it's like a struggle, but at the same time, it, it's it humbles me and it pushes me farther because I'm just like, dude, exactly. sky's the fucking limit. If my parents left a whole ass country and moved to another country Started and made it all over, dude, and still made it, yeah, like really raised me. Like I'm yeah. 25, you know what I mean? So it's like it, it, the sky is the limit, and and I want anybody who's hearing this to really understand that me and Mariana's life is like a testament to you know a lot of the people that came before us because you know immigration is not new bro like immigrating places is is not a new concept i wish that the media would stop treating it like it's a new concept um but yeah i just wanted to say that um immigration is normal and it's the system itself is fucked up i want everyone to know that as well um it was a blessing that my parents were able to, you know, get papers. It was a blessing that your parents were able to get papers, all of that. You know what I'm saying? And I want people to understand that you have privileges in areas that you don't even know you have privileges. So check yourself when you're taking shit for granted or when you're even taking, taking the, being able to walk on the sidewalk and not get robbed. Like real, you see what dude. I'm saying? Like, like those are things that happen on a regular basis in third world countries. So I really want everybody, and I want to challenge whoever's listening to this to really redefine what the fuck you think poverty is. Because I'm telling you, yes, there's poverty in America. Yes, of course, there's bad parts, and there's game banging, and and there's a bunch of shit out here. I'm not, I'm not saying that there isn't, but third world country poverty, that is poverty. And, and and until you experience that, if you have the opportunity to go to a third world country and see how they're living, so you understand, do that. Because other than otherwise, you're not gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say thank you for being my guest. Thank you. Keep for being iconic. Um, Mariana also teaches her own makeup classes. Yes. Um, are you still taking people to sign up? And yes. Stuff? How I do see. they sign up? Kind of talk to them about that. Yeah. Um, just message me on Instagram. Okay. Um, 
And I but do you have a makeup page as well, right? Yes, I do. It's um, Sweet Mariana Glam. Okay, and is that is that one specifically just for the classes or for course information or just yeah, just message me to either one. Yeah, either one. Your main account. Okay, cool. I'll have both of her accounts down below. Um, Thank yeah. you for having me. Of course, here. and please watch time. out. Watch out for her Halloween looks, bro. Bruh. You be killing it, yo. You do a look like every day, literally. I know. I loved it. Last year I was like, damn, this girl is really going on. I did create it. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at it though. Uh, like effects um makeup is really and what real quick just to tell them like what is it that you're gonna learn um in the makeup course and like you know how long is it? Things like that. It's ten weeks, only okay. Sundays. Okay. Um from two to seven. Um and you'll learn uh, different looks. techniques. Yeah, different techniques, different looks each class. Like cut crease, bridal, um, Halloween makeup since it's coming up. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, you'll learn like contour, um, all that natural looks as well. Okay, so, so a little bit of everything. Yes, yeah, a little and bit. And then of you'll everything. get certified yes. as an artist. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, so y'all heard it here first. Thank you so much for being my iconic guest. <laughs> and I will see y'all or y'all will see me in my next IDCB video podcast or whatever other content I decide to put out. Thank you if you have been tapping in with me for 36 episodes now, and I will see you.